stage is set. The stage is, let me fix my headphones. The stage is definitely set. Uh, now, what's the difference between this stage and every other stage that we've seen within the past couple of years? <laughs> Not my Lakers. The Lakers is definitely, well, they was, they was disqualified with a lot of weeks ago. Um, before I get to the playoffs, because the stage is set, uh, we had our exiting interviews today. And, you know, all the players, coaches gave they were uh, a couple of things that stand out. Nothing too major, but, you know, niggas is going to say what they got to say uh, once they leaving the job. You feel me? And that's what exact, you know, that's what it was expressed by not only our star players, but our coaches. And shout out to Frank Vogel. Um, I, I, I got to say this. I got to say this for Frank, though. I got to say this. Frank is a good coach. He's a good coach. Now, is he a championship caliber caliber coach? Well, he did win a championship. Uh, how much of that did you want to put on him? I actually put a lot on him when it came to the playoffs. Well, I mean, actually, the regular season, uh, our defense was pretty pretty damn good, pretty elite. Um, so I give him a lot of credit, a lot of credit. Here's where the criticism comes in. It's the voice. And again, I don't, I don't want to be like other podcasters. I don't want to be like other so-called sports analysts and things like that and say, you knew what was going on or you felt like, you know what I mean? Although we do use those terms and, and, and how we say it, I listen, tr- trust me, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts, uh, a lot of amateur. And sometimes I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I listen just to, just to hear how they, how they dissect the game. Um, nothing bores me than a nigga that does the X's and O's, especially when they didn't play the game. But that shit bores me. But when they put their own little spin and flavor to it, I got to listen. I got to hear what their opinion is and things like that. I take it with a grain of salt because I know most of it is biased, but it's cool. I think I think that's dope because I get to see the real perspective. And I'm, I'm never the type to be like, well, I feel like this and I feel like that because uh, I don't truly feel that way. I'm just giving a I'm just giving an honest opinion. Um, we somewhat know the characteristics and the personalities of these players and these coaches, right? A lot more players and a lot more coaches will uh, express that and show that more than others. Frank Vogel never came off as the guy to, you know, bark at you in, in, in that type of way. You know, he doesn't, I mean, he had, he had his moments, but most of those moments was towards the refs. Um, he seems like he's a solid player coach, you know what I mean? He seemed like, and, and, and he deserves to be a head coach on any level, including the NBA. Um, but it definitely feels like, it definitely feels like um, he, he just had a softer tone to him. And this is just based off of the interviews after, you know, the post-game interviews, you know. Um, and, and of course, I've, you know, I've, I've been there for all the other coaches that we've had, and they were all different, different personalities. Um, this team wasn't a good fit for him and, and his philosophy, meaning he didn't have the right players to break down and execute his style of play. That's understandable. That's not on him. And especially when you got a lot more veterans than young players, that's going to listen to you. And you just won a championship uh, two seasons ago, right? So that that's where I'm at with that. It, all this pointing the finger at Vogel. And I remember I was, cause I was on that bandwagon early on about, yeah, maybe he isn't 
or was, or maybe he's trying to figure out. And the cold part about it is he could not figure out the lineup because we never had a consistent roster. And I think even if we had a consistent roster, it came down to a lot of players sacrificing their style of play to buy into what he's selling. That only happened the first two years. And the second year we had uh, pinned up some injuries, right? So... I can't fully put it on him. I know how I, I know how niggas will go off the rockers immediately. I'm not sure why. I think it's anger issues, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I get benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? I got to look at it from the other end as well, especially when you don't have to really know basketball. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, every podcaster I listen to, and even some of these analysts on TV, truly don't understand basketball the way they think they do. They may have some knowledge. They may have some insight. They may even have great opinions, but not fully. You know what I mean? Because again, you have a percentage of bias going on inside that brain. We all do. We all do. But who can break it down without that? Without hating a certain player on the team, without hating the team in general, without whatever the case may be. And I feel like when you really step back out of that and you look at Vogel, Vogel is a great coach. He may not be, he may not be a coach that we're, we're scared of or whatever, but he can coach. He was there in Indiana where he gave Miami fits and they had a better roster. You know what I mean? And at the time he had a young Paul George. That was the anchor of that team and a Roy fucking Hibbert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. That they had, they had some niggas on that squad. But what my point is, is that he had a team catered around his philosophy. This wasn't the team. A lot of cats wanted to point the finger at Russ or whatever. And that's cool. And I get it. And we know why. A lot of his personal reasons. At the same time, there was a lot of other cats that stood out of place. Right? You had a mixture of newcomers. You had a mixture of cats that actually won the championship. But um, uh, they first, you know, year or two there, you know, and then we lost our core roster. You know, for some apparent reason, I'll get to Rob Palinka in a minute. Um, there was a little rift going on throughout the season. And Russ has spoke on that during his exit interview where he was like, look, I'm, I'm not sure what what he has an issue with about me. You know what I mean? And all he said was the truth. I think every player in that exit said said what they had to say. They said what was on their heart. They said what they was on their mind. Hell, Frank Vogel said he was ready to go to bed. And I feel him. Cause I actually like him. You know what I mean? If he wasn't to get an, if he was, wasn't able to get another head coaching job immediately, I would definitely take him on as an assistant coach. I really like, I thought he was dope. You know what I mean? But at the same time, this is one of those franchises where, uh, outside of paying Kobe his money and going through those years, bro, is, is, we got a lot of, uh, front office issues with two, you know, fr- uh, <laughs> Rob Palenka is one, but them Rambus, that, that, that Rambus family just kind of bothers me a little bit. That's a, that's a whole nother story, though. Uh, cause we won while they was there. You know what I mean? So I can't, I, I'm not fully complaining, but I am looking for something different. You know what I mean? Um, it was, it was brought up today on ESPN radio, 17 ESPN radio, like, yo, somebody needs to bite the bullet and go get Jerry West. Make amends, make this nigga play the food, have him sit down, get him some lemonade, and talk the shit over. The, I have one problem with that. I know he's probably the best ever, by far. Land, uh, landslide, nobody comes close, right? But he's like 83. 
And I'm, and that's no knock against him because some, all 83s ain't the same, but God damn, man, how much can he give to the game? At this point, let that man live life. I would say use him as a consultant because other teams do use, have used him as a consultant. And with that comes with people off of his tree, the branches off of his tree. So that's where we need to start looking towards going back home. And what I mean by going back home, I mean, look, Jerry West left. Magic walked away for a bit. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what it is because it seems like Jeannie had got into, you know, walking away from certain family members. You know what I'm saying? Cause Rambus is still there. Rob Palenka is the only outsider to tell you the truth. Um, but it's going to be a 50 50 discussion about him because he, we won a championship under, under Rob Palenka. You know, what a chip in three years? I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Give me another chip in another three years. I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Two out of six, I'll take that. But, you know, it is what it is. I, you know, everybody knows this is a huge offseason for us in particular, you know, and, and there's going to be a lot of roster change. I ain't going to say a lot of roster changes, but there's going to be something different. First of all, a new head coach. And who are we going to go after? And they know how this is an impatient French, um, fan franchise because this was given to us. We bought into this to, you know, to Mr. Jerry Buss. We bought into this. He created, he created the format and the blueprint of Showtime. The players executed it every night. The stars showed up to watch the execution. The fans showed up to see the, the celebrities and the celebrities on the court. The celebrities on the sideline and celebrities on the court. And that's what we and that's what we bought into, and we got spoiled with that. And there's nothing wrong with being spoiled, as long as we do our due diligence back as a fan base. We represent LA, and we do and we do it fucking well. You know what I'm saying? We don't give in to any other franchise that's a part of the city as far as basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's fuck the Clippers always. I mean, we look out, we 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 cheer for them. You know what I'm saying? Because they needed it. Now they, you know, since they stole some fan, uh, fans from from uh, from the Warriors, they high and mighty. But you know, you know how that shit go. You know, you know when your younger symbolists start smelling their own shit. You feel me? Um, but at the same time, man, we never given gave into them. We never walked away from our franchise, unlike certain fan bases. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited though. I'm excited though because unlike a lot, unlike a lot of other franchises, bro, and, and I'm not even just talking just basketball. We can go football. We can go baseball. There's a lot of franchises that look that look. I ain't gonna necessarily say look forward to the off season, but they know the off season is coming and they know they need some changes. And they need changes every season. And that's something that I never want to get used to. The longest drought we ever went through is after Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Retired. That was the longest drought that I've ever been a part of, you know, and we had a small little drought. We No, no lie. We had a small little drought in the 90s, you know what I mean? But that was the that was the overweight magic and then the coach magic and the coach Rambis, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the coach Dale Harris. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, you're going to catch the jokes being a Laker fan. Why? Because besides the Cowboys, we're the number one franchise talked about when there's nothing to do with us. The playoffs start this week, and I guarantee you there will be a Laker topic during the playoffs, some way, somehow. 
It, it, it never fails. I'm I, I'm honestly surprised there haven't been much Lakers. Well, there has, but not a lot. Not a lot. I think the group chat, shout out to the fellas in the group chat, I mean, uh, in the thread, not much Lakers talk. Honestly, because the Bulls have been winning and they're going to the playoffs. So now they got something to focus on other than the Lakers. So shout out to them. I'll get to the playoffs in a minute. Uh, so, so there hasn't been much talk about the Lakers or whatever. And that, and that itself has been refreshing. Now, the, the, the clapback has been real all season. We've got some jokes here and there, blah, blah, blah. Especially when other franchises are doing better. They're on their up and up and down, stuff like that. So it's good to kick down, kick the giant down while he's down here. Go ahead. I get that part. Uh, but that's good because now, yo, now it's time to focus on your team. And let's see where we're going to go with that when we look at the playoffs. Um, we got the play-ins, right? Let's see who we got in the first play-ins. I know the Spurs are going to play. What is the Spurs playing? The Spurs are going to go up against the Pelicans. That's a, that's a snooze fest. I'm watching it, though. See, I'm a basketball fan before I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan. You know what I mean? Like, I love watching basketball. And I'm talking about all phases, all, all levels of it. So I'm definitely going to watch the Pelicans and the Spurs. That's a snooze fest, but it is what it is. That's the plan to see who's going to play uh, Phoenix in the first round. Then we got uh, at the bottom, Minnesota versus the Clippers. Now that, my friend, could be a dogfight. Two nasty, ugly-ass franchises. But some storylines there. Um, they've all, they had some talk about Kawhi coming back. Well, we don't know. PG-13 is back. You know, you got a former Clipper on the other side. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a lot of woofing going on. A lot of woofing going on. Um, pretty much a snooze fest on that end. Now, on the Eastern side playing, the Atlanta Hawks and the Hornets. I'm not going to lie to you. That's probably the most exciting one to start off. Besides, I'm going to get to Brooklyn and the Cavs because that one's going to be dope too. But a lot, I'm pretty sure 99.9% of the world got Brooklyn beating the Cavs. But that Cavs team has been playing well all fucking season. You know what I mean? Like they've been playing fucking great. Um, so I will watch out for them. I will watch out for them. It'd be crazy to see Brooklyn eliminated that early, but I wouldn't, I'll put it like this. I wouldn't be surprised like that. Um, but the best, the best game to start it off is, is going to be that Atlanta versus, uh, the Hornets. That's the one I'm actually looking forward to. That look, that one looks like it's going to be exciting. Um, I don't have much like the Eastern, the Eastern matchups, like, I'm going to watch them. Don't get me wrong. Trust me, I'm going to watch them. But the Sixers versus Toronto, not much there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a buzz when when it, it, it meant something when Kawhi was there. Don't really care about that. I see the Sixers moving on. Uh, and then you got Chicago and the Bucks. Now, that's interesting because the Bulls is back in the playoffs since, uh, what, 11 color? But I will say this is one of the most exciting teams in the Eastern Conference. Hell, I mean, in the NBA, uh, technically. But they're going up against the defending champions. We'll see. We'll see. if the, if the I don't know. You know if you got to go talk to Bulls fans, you got ball sports. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got according to sources. If you want to go talk to some authentic Bulls fans, Go check their podcast out. Go check their platform out. They'll let you know 
personally how their feelings are about their squad, their expectations as well. Uh, me personally, I see this as a sweep, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. I don't think it's going to be blowout games. I think it's going to be very close, but when you put playing against it, now the defending champs got a missing piece, but they still got their main core. They still got, they still got majority of their main core. So, you know, it is what it is. The Celtics is waiting on the winner between Brooklyn and Cleveland. Uh, a Brooklyn versus, uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets versus Boston matchup would be dope. And then you got Miami waiting on, um, you got Miami waiting on, oh, well, I, I mean, honestly, you gotta wait. You gotta wait to see who, who, who's going to be the winner. You know what I'm saying? Um, Going back to the West for the four and five matchup and the three and six matchup, you got Dallas and you got Utah. So I've always said when it comes to Phoenix, Dallas, Utah, uh, and the Nuggets, those teams right there, they're all the same to me. You know what I mean? Like they always have a good, strong season. Uh, they got a solid ass roster. They got players that you can pick from a roster that can play on a championship, uh, contender, right? Phenomenal rosters. Uh, Jazz versus Mavs is snooze fest. Still gonna watch it though. Um, and then we, you know, Luca and Donovan, and then you got Golden State and the Nuggets. I see Golden State whooping the dog shit out of Nuggets for some apparent reason. Unless, unless, uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure, but I, I, I think Golden State. I think Golden State has a chance to 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 make it all the way to the uh to the finals, like, pretty much um, untouched. Because, I mean, if you really think about, if you really think about the lineup in the West, you got Phoenix. Phoenix is number one, well-deserved. Now, the Memphis Grizzlies, that's a dangerous team. I like the Memphis Grizzlies. They've been playing good all season. You know they're definitely dangerous. John Morant is the best player. <laughs> John Morant is a fucking... Yeah, I mean that's this is this is since college though. This is since college. Um outside of that, um, like I said, I see Golden State beating the Nuggets. I'll go round for round though. I'll definitely go round for round. Um anything else that stand out? Not too much. Not too much. Yeah, that's it. So the playing tournament, what the playing starts uh, on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Today is Monday. Uh, starts on Tuesday, and basically the playoffs start on Saturday. So this is going to be exciting, man. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this. I mean, it's the NBA playoffs. It's the NBA playoffs. No matter if the Lakers are in it or not, it's time to lock in. It's time to lock in. Oh, it, I know it was one more thing. I know my Dodgers is back. The Dodgers is back. So um, as the season going, you're not about to get 160-plus games out of me. But that, that's not gonna happen. I'll tune in from time to time though with, the, with my Dodgers. And then we got summer league, and then we got football. Oh man, can't wait for that! Can't wait for that. But no rush though, no rush though, because I want to enjoy these NBA playoffs. I don't want to. I want to do something different. I mean, I know everybody gives their predictions out throughout the, in the beginning of the season, uh, throughout the season, and so on. I'm just going to go round by round for round. So right now I got the Spurs. Um, I go Spurs, Clippers, 
Mm, Brooklyn. And that Hornets in Atlanta is tough, man. Cal, if you listening, bro, I really, really don't know, man. I really don't know. I wanna, I wanna go with the Hornets. I really wanna go with the Hornets. I fuck with Ice Trey. I really do. Uh, I, I call him Trey Lana. Um, I fuck with Ice Trey, but you know, you know my West Coast boy over there with the Hornets. You know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mellow Ball over there, man. And he just, that nigga just having fun. He just having fun. And I think that's what makes it dangerous, that he just has fun. I think Trey plays with extreme confidence. And he had a solid playoff run. We already know about the historical series he had against the Knicks. Um, And he did his best. You know, he he did his best uh, after that. But, man, when I tell you, uh, Mellow Ball just goes out there. And he's human. Don't get me wrong. He, he'll freeze up from time to time and have some bad games, but that man plays with so, he just, he just has so much fun. So, and that's scary to me. It, it just reminds me the, the fun confidence that he plays with reminds me of magic. And that's what I got. That's what I got. Open run with BTG, man. Laker Nation. It was a good one. It was a bad one. <laughs> you had your ups. You had more downs, but we'll bounce back. One in three, it's not bad. That's not, as far as championships, that's not bad at all. Give me another one in three. <laughs> Give me another one in three. I'll definitely take it.